On your Gaydar discussing all things LGBT, be sure to follow us on social media. It's at On Your Gaydar across all socials. Hello and welcome to On Your Gaydar, your guide to the gay scene. I'm so, so, so excited for this episode because I feel like we're going to be spitting some real truths on this episode. This is something <laughs> that I've been wanting to talk about for a long, long time. I'm joined by, of course, Sherelle Smith and Carter the Band. Hey, everyone. Hey. Right, so this episode is all about how the LGBTQ plus community is represented in Instagram blogs. Now, when we say Instagram blogs, like we're talking UK Gossip TV, we're talking The Shade Borough. Um, Danelle, you got any more? Um, what's it called? There's one called um, What Do You Think or something like that, 404, What Do You Think? There's, very different, there's a couple of them, but I can't remember their names precisely, but there was even another one yeah. at one point called Mr. Selfie, but yeah. Oh gosh, there is so, so many. And lately, of course, the gay scene's always in the press because it's always shine, girl. <laughs> there's so much to say about us. We're so amazing. So obviously there's so Literally. many stories. But the issue that we have at hand is when the story's posted, not necessarily the captions all the times of, of these blogs, but it's more like the comments. So the sort of things that are in the comments are very homophobic, to be honest. Yeah, very. Yeah. Very. Now, obviously, Carter the Bandy, you've been put on a blog yourself. Like, yeah. um, someone posted a video of you dancing, and the caption was really nasty as well, weren't it? Yeah, I had, um, I've had a couple. Like, um, the first time I actually got posted on a blog page was this guy called Mr. Selfie, and he basically, um, like, made a one-minute video of me next to like him talking, kind of thing, and he's like describing what I look like with a beard and all of this stuff and then I just thought to myself like like that's the first time I was a bit like well okay cool like this is gonna happen now like everyone's gonna kind of yeah. just jump on the wave and start cussing and stuff and then went up on his page and I've got his whole page wiped he had like 300k or something followers but I made sure all my followers were put in his page and everything because I just thought to myself as someone meant to be oh, straight how can you sit a whole minute and watch me twerk? Like you're watching me twerk and you're literally describing what I look like and stuff. But you sat there and put your face next to it. It just didn't, it literally, that's the first time I was like, wow. And how did that make you feel like when that happened? Um, at first it made me feel like, whoa, like obviously putting myself out there on the internet, I understand that you're going to get like comments sometimes and that, but being posted on a page where it's for humiliation kind of, or for their, their entertainment for them to then cast it up. Yeah, it kind of felt a bit like, I was a bit shocked at first, I'm not gonna lie, but after like maybe a day or two, after after this page got removed, I was literally like, okay, do you know what? Now next time this happens, I know how to handle it. But this is the thing as well, like, we talk a lot about mental health, like within the younger generation. I feel like we're a generation that's quite open to talking about mental health. But then you'll have people online that will just say such nasty things to people online and then the same people want to scream that we need to be protecting people's mental health. Yeah. Like you can't you can't be talking about people like that. Because I don't know what I would do if that was if I was in that situation, I think I'd start crying for days. Like I really would. No, yeah. I don't really hear you. It's a lot, especially when it's like you start really reading the comments like deeply as well. Because some people probably read them and be like, yeah. mm, okay, but like there's some people that just it hits differently. Okay, so let's kind of talk a little bit 
about blogs that are maybe posting stories so they're not necessarily saying anything homophobic themselves but it goes down in the comment section yeah this is where it goes down is in the comments now shout out to uk gossip tv like i have a good relationship with them and they always pin a nice comment they will always now pin a comment that's saying no this is wrong it shouldn't be like this but do you see that shade yeah Oh. Do you see that shade? They have no filter. They, they have, have no filter. They have no filter. And don't get me wrong, like they've come on my page, they've liked a couple of my things, like I've had I've DM'd them or whatever and had conversations. But it's also my question is, do you think the blogs are responsible for deleting homophobic comments when they're posting stories about gay people? In a way, kind of. I think they're responsible because I feel like they can if, if, if they they know they're not silly they know what kind of comments they're gonna get when they post that stuff so it's like to yeah. stop that stuff from happening or people feeling offended or you posting that stuff it's best to delete certain comments like hey cool you can't go through every comment and delete it but the ones that are like talking about people dying and killing people and this person shouldn't be this and this person shouldn't be that should be removed because they have they literally they have the yeah. upper hand to the other people that's posted and stuff so like yeah like i believe I, I believe they, they have the power to change it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think they do too. A million percent. Do you know what? I think they do. Because I remember before, yeah, a story came out and it was about, like, having a, um, a pride train. And I personally went out of my way to report every single homophobic comment. And I was thinking, if I could do that myself, they can do that. Do they you know what I mean? It. Like, you have the time. You, you could yeah. do that. Because I literally... and. Deleting a comment and reporting a comment, deleting so much quicker because I had to say what the issue was, this is the nap, but I still done it because the point is, it's very, very upsetting to see these comments. Like, yeah, it's not fair. Yeah. Another reason why I say that I believe they had the power to do it is because when they posted me for dancing on Nadia Rose's live, they posted it, but the caption they put was wrong. But then I realized that they took the video from Twitter. So because they wasn't replying to me on Instagram, I literally tweeted like if you're gonna do that then you might as well promote me as well so then they changed it and actually actually put my act there as well so they have they definitely have the power to change it yeah yeah i just feel like some people that see comments that are like a little bit harsh like killing yourself and things like that they actually can take that seriously and like other i feel like other gay people reading those comments it can seriously just just make them feel not so yeah. good about themselves and like i think the best type of men are gay men just saying <laughs> 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 I'll throw that out there. <laughs> and another part to this right i do feel like the reason now some of the blogs are posting lgbtq plus stories because let's be honest it's becoming very popular it's every other day now <laughs> is because they know that there's going to be rivalry in the comments which to them is just more interaction like what do you yeah. think about that i think i think yeah definitely because the gays will argue back like i read a comment and someone was like yeah oh, here come the gays and all the comments everyone was literally like going ham <laughs> <laughs> everyone was going in literally do you know what i love though now in the comments it's no longer just gay people i don't just see the community on there i see other yeah. women and other men just standing with us and just like no you can't be acting like this what is your problem what is your issue and the thing is yeah my favorite part is when people are like but why are you so obsessed even after the live i done the other day 
after seeing what they posted on the Shade Borough about the whole M24 thing and him like sending like basically like bullying the other um, gays and stuff in the street. Um, I had like a couple artists yeah, like message me after because I was like I don't see no artists posting none of this stuff like they everyone's all oh yeah the gays are so fun and the gays are supporting us in our music and stuff but where you are at when it comes to everyone sending shots for us lot like it just it's always it's always one way. Do you know what? On the, um, I was watching a uh, TikTok the other day and there was this guy and he was just like I feel like it's mad sus how you're shouting out of a window to a bunch of gay people like why does it bother you yeah like it, it, it just goes to show that there's something there that just like you may have caught like maybe you're a little bit gay south do you know what i mean maybe like you want to try it out like yeah definitely for anyone that's listening that maybe don't know about the m24 situation so basically he was driving in brixton i believe and it was halloween night and there's a couple of guys dressed up with a wig so we don't actually know whether these guys were actually gay we don't know whether there was trans all we know is it was halloween they're dressed up they had heels on and they had a wig on and he was just like running them out which is like you can't you can't be dressed like this around here you can't be dressed like this so that's the situation yeah it's like come out a town dressed like this. yeah that that's what we're referring to now do you know what my issue with this is why can you not just let people live like what since when did you have authority of brixton let me know because i'm pretty sure you're not the mayor you're not sadiq khan do you know what's even funny do you know what makes me laugh even more, Kay? The fact that these most roadmen are repping areas that they don't even own land, like they don't own anything there. The council have put you there and you're repping that area. Like, does that make sense? Really? Really? Like when you own five or six houses on that road, then come and chat to me about this is my end. You don't own anything. You don't own it. If, if anything, that's Boris's end. <laughs> it's a lot, like even the situation, it doesn't even need to happen. And then after that, then cool, that's happened, you've, that's been posted. Then next thing he's saying that he's not, he, he's, he's not homophobic or whatever, whatnot. Cool. And then thirdly, then a post is uploaded of like an apology or whatever, whatnot. I don't know who wrote that apology, but I just thought like, it's just it just went from one thing to another so you basically that happened and then you realize that shit like a lot of people are looking at this like you're homophobic and then now it's like okay i'm gonna apologize for it but when you done it what was going through your mind then did you mean to do that or did you just do it to basically try and get some entertainment that night or for people to laugh like it just i just thought to myself it's just what's the point of apologizing yeah i feel like he definitely did it to just try and get some like joke out of it but low-key yeah i just feel like he shouldn't have done that no he shouldn't have not even Loki, Hikey, he shouldn't have. I don't think he, he should have. And the backlash that he got. <laughs> In capital letters, mind your blood clot business because it's got nothing Period. to do with <laughs> you. Right, I really want to break this situation down. So obviously the video got posted on his Snapchat and then it went to the blogs. Now, first of all, I just want to express the biggest issue with this is that when you have artists people that may have some form of authority over their fans doing this behavior is not just then going to be him that does it it will be other people thinking that it's okay to do the same thing so someone will go oh yeah well m24 did it so i'm going to run people out of my area and i feel like you have a certain responsibility as an artist to to treat people correctly because of 
Do you know what I mean? People will follow in your footsteps, like... Well, I don't really fuck with the male artists in the UK, to be honest, yeah. Like, I literally only fuck with the females because they show so much genuine love. Like, with the male artists, I could understand it if they... I feel like if they took out looking at, like, gay stuff as, like, oh, yeah, like, just looking at the whole sexual side of it and not looking at the talent inside of it, I feel like everything would be so much better. But because of how some people are raised and their roots and they always go with, oh, yeah, well, my parents are like, usually it's more the African or the Jamaican backgrounds that are like, no, yeah. like that's just not a thing, do you know what I mean, kind of thing. But I feel like you break the cycle, you don't always have to follow that cycle of how your parents looked at things because then it makes you just look like you're just following, like you haven't got your own mind. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean by that. A thousand percent. Now this is the thing though, like we're going to talk a little bit more about UK male artists in a second. But this is the thing, in the comments, I've seen a lot of people trying to argue the fact of, oh, well, old school Jamaican people are raised like this. But can I please just say, I've said it in a podcast episode before, and I'm going to say it again. Just because of you was raised like that, don't mean you have to continue like that. Some people was raised racist. Does that make it right? No, you make changes. Some people people can be born absolutely hating women. Does that mean that it's okay to carry on and start abusing women? No, it's not. However you was raised, that that I don't care about what your parents thought. I care about what you think, because you're an individual yourself. So I'm just throwing it out there people that use that excuse and people that defend that as well because this is what's bothering me even more you have people yeah. like as you said where are the people saying you shouldn't be acting this way but then i'll see people on the comments artists as well on the comments defending this behavior it makes yeah. no sense what are you doing <laughs> why are you defending it like i've gone back and forth with certain artists and i will go back and forth again and again and again because you shouldn't be defending this behavior who are you who even are you why are you doing that it's weird why are you so obsessed yeah. and then they'll come back like well i've got gay friends that's cute can a racist go well i've got a black friend no you're not allowed to say that you yeah. can't just say that <laughs> exactly that don't, that don't make mm-hmm. you calm i don't care yeah. you don't, that one friend don't speak for the whole of the gay community do you know what i mean literally yeah and that one real. black person doesn't speak for the whole of the black, black community, community either okay exactly yeah <laughs> So don't make out like, oh yeah, because of, you've got one gay friend that you're allowed to be defending homophobia and you're not homophobic. It don't work like that, sis. No, no, don't be doing all that. It'll piss me off. It'll piss me off. Do you know what? People in the comments on the blogs, I saw a couple of them. There was one that was like freedom of speech. But like everybody is like entitled to their own freedom of speech. Yeah, they are. But... I was taught growing up, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Yeah, and I was also told, mind your business. Like, if anyone's going through something, mind your own business, don't be involved in other people's business. Because then it just comes back to you. Literally, literally. But this is the thing, this is the thing, no lie. Okay, this freedom of speech. Yeah, people have that. But when it comes to hate crime and discriminating against people, that's no longer freedom of speech. No. That's homophobia no. or that could be yeah. racism. Do you know what I mean? Like you you pass a certain margin where it's no longer freedom of speech anymore. Yeah. And people need to understand that margin. And what is pissing me off is that on these same blogs, people are picking and choosing when freedom of speech is okay. And that's why a lot of people are saying, no, you can't compare homophobia to racism no it's it, it is completely two different things but the discrimination is the same thing discriminating yeah. against someone over something they can't control is the same thing yeah. and 
I think, to be honest, I think a big argument of it is, oh, are you born gay? Because that's what a lot of people are trying to argue, that it's a choice, but it's not a choice. Yeah. Why would someone choose to have to go through this? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you wouldn't choose that? You wouldn't choose that? Like... It's crazy. I just, I really yeah. want to know, like, how all of this hatred is going to go, how long it's all <sighs> going to go on for, because... You can't choose what skin colour you are, so why would somebody hate you for that? You can't choose what you like. Like some people like donuts, some people like churros, do you know what I mean? Like, why does it matter if I like a woman or a man? This is the thing, like as you just mentioned, like how long is this gonna go on? And yeah. one positive thing that I am gonna say is again, shout out to my girl at UK Gossip TV. Her just pinning a a comment that is a positive comment saying no this isn't right it stops people from even commenting on there because they know that they're just going to get backlash if you even comment one thing negative we're going to come for you like yeah. we are going to say what we need to say so i think making these little changes like as Danelle said earlier making the caption different these little subtle changes will change how their following acts towards it yeah. if they know this blog is not here for the bs we're not cool with it it's not cute we're not here for it then they're not even going to come on with that negativity because they will get shut down i feel period. like some people just do it for fun like they they have no life they sit at home and they just troll people for like no reason whatsoever do you know what though? Yeah, big man ting, big man ting, right? <laughs> go on to the comments, yeah. I dare yeah, go on to the comments, right? Hold on. The shade around UK <laughs> Gossip TV. Go on to them comments and the people that are chatting the most, they literally have no followers. Like they've created that account, an account just for this occasion. To chat <laughs> just to chat Crodan. What are you doing? Do you not <laughs> what are you not embarrassed? It's so embarrassing. Oh like, my what are you God. doing? <laughs> I need Nella Rose on here right now to tell them how embarrassing it is. Like, what are you doing? No, I just... Ah. Nice. Like, I just don't understand people's thought process. Like, like, what makes you wake up in the day and think, you know what? I'm going to go on the internet and make other people feel like shit. Would you prefer for them not to post any stories about our community at all because of the hate that comes off the back of it? Or do you think that they should keep posting the stories? I think they should keep posting. Not all of the comments that have come back from this are neg negative. There is some positives and I feel like it's a good way to network because the pages are made for people to like go and find out. It's like basically watching the news, but for younger people, like those blogs are if that makes sense. So it draws loads of different people in. So you could be an artist and there could be a manager out there and he was looking, just scrolling and sees it. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's, I think it's a good thing to do. And I think they should keep posting, if not post more. I think they just need to um, word it better. That's all like, yeah. and if they're going to post stories, then they need to post it as in the accurate story of what happened. Because sometimes they put up stories about like, situations with the LGBT scene and it's not the exact story that's actually happened. Yeah. Like they, they would post it and then change it up a bit. So I think if they worded it properly and actually supported us, considering they had the Shade Borough where LGBT created Shade, I'm sorry. Like, it just <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. To me. We did. We really created Shade and it's now they're the Shade Borough. So really and truly, they need to be posted properly. Literally. Yeah, yeah. And also, I just want to quickly touch on this as well. I've kind of found in the comments that people seem to think that they have the right to like revoke people's black card like a black card is a sort of thing so like if they're gay and they're black they're trying to just be like 
make out like we're not we're not involved in the black community like you're by you're gone are you joking is it just me that fo- that sees that yeah let's just um touch back up on the m24 situation because i'm going to be honest that was what really really pushed yeah. this episode even though i've been wanting to do this for so long i feel like that was my yeah. final push that i'm just like nah we're gonna do it um so he done the video it got posted we've spoke about the comments on there so let's move on to the next situation he posted on his story and basically what he said here we go back at it again trying to tarnish my name first of all yeah honey you tarnished your own name we didn't need to tarnish your name for you from when you was homophobic you tarnished your own name i didn't know who he was until this (laughs) no same i didn't know who he was i had no idea who he was until this happened oh my I literally only knew who he was because he's got a song with T.M. Wayne. I didn't even know that. (laughs) I didn't even know that. Right, let me read out the rest of it. I don't care if I'm liked or hated for this. I am from a place where I grew up knowing that that behaviour isn't allowed. Not because you internet warriors agree with this means that I should. There's no way my son will grow up to think that it's right for a man to dress like a woman. By the way, I'm not homophobic. I just don't agree with it. It's a matter of opinion. That's homophobic, what you just said. That was homophobic, just so you know. <laughs> so, just so you know, that's that it. was homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> and do you know what bothers me as well? Like, I generally think, what about if his son is gay? And I just feel for what his son will go through. If, yeah. if you're the father of this child and his son is gay, can you imagine what he's going to go through? Hypothetically, if that happens. <laughs> I can feel it in my chest. Does that feel the pain? Yeah, I'm just like, whoa. It's a lot. And the thing is, like, as you just said, like that is homophobic. How can you come on and be like, that's not homophobic. It's just a matter of opinion. I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. If you don't agree with someone's sexuality, then that is homophobia. Yeah, it is. This one, it just don't make no sense to me. But it, I, 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 I don't know. Like even just the whole statement there was just a bit like it's just what was the point of even answering? But she just left it with the video and that was it. Do you know what? Yeah, it's like he made more damage with that. I feel like these guys that are like probably around about my generation, they're the back in the day guys. So like back in the day, like there was no like when I was in school, there was no such talk of being gay or anything like that. So I feel like everyone used to have like a lot of like animosity against gay men and things like that. Like back in the day, you'd be able to openly say what you wanted to say and nobody would care. Like even if you watch like yeah. TV programs and stuff, like I watched Benadorm and there was a, um, a scene that they do and it's like a blackface scene. And I just feel like right now, like if anybody could see this, like- They would now pick on it. They'll pick, they'll pick up on it and they'll just be like, Oh my god! But uh, back in the day, you just used to sit and laugh about things like that. Yeah. Like I just feel like twenty twenty is the year that people are just not taking it no more. No, they're not. But this this is yeah. the thing though. Like as times change, you have to be more educated. So like in his comment, yeah. he turned around and says that he grew up from a place knowing this behaviour isn't allowed. Okay, let's talk about the situation where Stormzy had homophobic tweets brought up from years ago. What did he do? He came out and he apologised and he said, look, this was my views before because of how I grew up. I've now educated and I know that that's not right. Being homophobic isn't right. So if him 
a male rapper as well from the UK grew up the same way has then come out years later saying I shouldn't have said that before I know what's right now so I wouldn't say things like that now then you should be doing the same thing I don't care where you grew up I don't care how old you are I don't care about anything apart from the fact that you're homophobic and you should have changed by now like how old are you are you yeah. an adult or a child yeah yeah no I hear you yeah. It's, it's just it's so 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 silly and it's so stupid and he made himself look so worse and then had the cheek to say that we're trying to tarnish his name bitch please lamborghini keys because i'm confused right now because like, please make it make sense make it make sense because you not you literally tarnish your own name sis like what are you doing and i'm calling you a sis because i don't care i'll call you what i want at this point like i'm over it i'm over it i'm done i'm done that's all honey honey i'm finished i'm done i'm, Period. So I'm done Period. Uh, do you know what i was also thinking i'm thinking that a lot of these rappers that like are homophobic and stuff they wear all these designer clothes, but you do know that designer clothes are made by gay men for gay men. <laughs> like, just saying. This is what I'm saying. Like, it's just, it's crazy. There's so many things that are like created by gay people, and it's like, it's just, these artists are homophobic, but we still go yeah. and spend, squander their money on things that were made by gay companies. Like, and I just think they don't even know it yet, man. It's just, I'm telling you. With cancelling people how long does it last because he apologized but i don't feel like his apology was sincere and i don't think that he wrote it you, um, 26 24 yeah he didn't write that shit he did not write that shit that shit was written too quick that was too full of it was too well scripted out i just feel like it just is it's literally like one of those things nowadays anyways most of these rappers have got ghostwriters so yeah I, I really, I don't think he wrote Different. it either. I don't think he wrote mm -hmm. it. And the thing is, as well, like, if he was genuinely, genuinely sorry. Do you know what? Yeah, if you're sorry, bruv, come on my podcast. Let's discuss. Let's see whether you're actually able to turn around yourself and say, do you know what? I'm calm with gay people. I'm calm with trans people. There's nothing wrong with them. And I apologise. Let's see, because of you're hiding behind writing, but you're quick to come out in a video when you want to be homophobic. Let's see you say mm -hmm. it with your mouth. Let's see you actually say it. I don't think that he would actually video himself saying, oh, like, I'm sorry. And you, no, no, we don't want to hear it. No, of course not. Because he didn't write the script. He didn't write the uh, apology. He, he literally, he, <laughs> he didn't, didn't write, write it. Apology. He didn't write it. And this is the thing, like, I'm a strong believer that when people apologise, we need to move on and we need to be like, okay, but... Because that apology didn't come from him, I know for a fact that you don't understand where you went wrong. You think that what you've done was calm yeah, and you'll keep moving. It's, it's easier to say sorry than to just get torn down by everyone. But it's like, it's okay for them to tear the LGBTQ community down and then it's just like, okay, nothing's done about it. Like, I was literally really shocked. I didn't see no other artists be like, oh no. Like, just not, not even, oh no, don't do that kind of thing. Just do you know what I mean this this being aware of stuff like this because the same artists will have the same day standing there music videos dancing or around them and all these things and then no one ever says anything about it but as soon as they need the LGBT community everyone's there like it's this it's crazy how our, our community supports so much and we don't have to really support anyone now Carter the Bandit aka Danau you mentioned earlier about um, UK rappers, male artists in particular, not working with LGBTQ plus artists. Now, something that I do want to note 
something that did catch me off guard and i've mentioned it in the podcast before was burner boy and the song with sam smith now they've got a song together let's not ignore the fact that obviously sam smith is part of the community um yeah but it's also as well look how big sam smith is so do you reckon that if there is an artist that is part of the community that is absolutely massive that the straight male rappers in the UK would then go, oh yeah, I'll collab with him. I think possibly, maybe, but then again, I do look at Little Nas, for example, and he ain't really got that much features with like that much male artists or even females, to be honest. Yeah, I noticed that. Like, I noticed that a lot, like, yeah. but I think he's, I think with down here, I think if you can, if if, you, if you've got the flow and the stuff for that, for people to be like, yeah, okay, you know, I fuck with him. It just depends on what you really say, how you go about it, to be honest. If you've got that whole kind of vibe, like, yeah, like, then I think definitely it's possible. But I just generally feel like at the moment it's not possible because they're so focused on sexuality like even producers like me myself going to like different producers and stuff and talking to them i feel like they're a bit yeah. funny but recently i've met a girl and literally she's an artist as well um but she's she's got a studio and stuff and like she's so welcoming and i feel so much more comfortable with her yeah 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 definitely and do you know what it's interesting that you bring up little nas x because let's discuss this situation with 50 cent now little nas yeah. x posted a picture dressed up as Nicki minaj for halloween oh, yeah. and 50 Cent basically tweeted going to Nicki Minaj, basically, come and get Little Nas X. Now, let's note, 50 Cent's mom is a lesbian. So, is why she? Be- yes, because I remember yeah, in one of his bars, yeah, in one of his bars, he's like, I was confused with my mama kissing a girl. So, your mom yeah. is either a lesbian or bisexual, but basically, she's part of our community. Yeah. So, why are you out here beefing Little Nas X for dressing up like Nicki Minaj? You were born by someone that that is part of the community. Yeah, Where's your manners? Where is your manners? Very hypocritical. It just doesn't make no sense at all. Like, I don't feel like I would ever understand why they are so against it. Like, I understand the same that they've been raised like that, but still, no, it, it, being raised like that and being against it is like, just so, it's, it's, nah. I think growing up, I've kind of learned that certain things that are actually just to describe someone. So like, for instance, being gay, being a woman, being fat, because they've been used as an insult, people have a negative perception towards them. So like in school, people would be like, oh yeah, you're gay or you're fat, rather than it just being, okay, that's yeah. just a descriptive word. When you actually bring it down, that shouldn't be an insult. We need to reclaim it back so it's no yeah. longer an insult. If someone says you're gay, yes, I am. Yeah, and do you know what I mean? And it's the same yeah. way people will say something like, oh yeah, you throw like a girl. Yeah. What's wrong with throwing like a girl? Do you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with it. There's people that can throw like a girl and have a gold medal in the Olympics to so say something. Yeah. Please, I beg you, say something. So we have to, in these situations, it's like we need to reclaim it and be like, no, that's actually not an insult. Why? It, it, you think you're calling me gay? Yeah, <laughs> I'll celebrate. Yes, sis. I'm, I'm happy with that one. Yes. <laughs> I think this is a perfect um, opportunity for you to shout out where people can hear your music and what you've got going on at the moment. Okay, well, I'm basically, you can find me on Instagram, Carter the Bandit, on SoundCloud, Carter the Bandit, Twitter, He's the Bandit and YouTube, Carter the Bandit. 
but um yeah what i've got going on so far is just basically just i'm just working on new sounds kind of thing so i dropped i haven't dropped it yet but i've done another drill tune because i feel like that's what's in right now it's very daring for um a gay person to be on a drill beat considering it's mostly hood people or now it's girls on the yeah. drill beat so i just thought John, let me try and change it up a bit but that's not my sound like my sound is more twerk trap and all of those things. So I'm going to try and, with this project, I'm defo bringing a whole animated kind of thing to it and like the views and like all the videos and stuff and the whole ideas and the scenery and stuff is going to be based around like the LGBT kind of like thing, but it's it's going to, I've got some stuff coming, defo. <laughs> oh, so, so, so exciting. Everyone seriously go, go and check him out. Thank you guys yeah. so much for this conversation. I've had so much fun. Yes, safe. Right, guys, don't go anywhere. The second part of the podcast is up next. The On Your Gaydar Spotlight. We're going to be joined by Keena. and got a fresh track out this week. So make sure you don't go anywhere. On Your Gaydar Spotlight. Be sure to follow us on social media. It's at On Your Gaydar across all social media. Welcome to the part of the podcast, which is our spotlight, where we highlight someone that's just doing their thing, that's just dripping in sauce and just living their best life. And I'm so gassed to be introducing Keenan. Hello, honey. How are you? Hi, everybody. Hey. <laughs> so, Keenan, tell us a little bit about how your musical journey started in the first place. I don't want to sound cliche. Obviously, I've always done it. But I think... When I was like 16, I first went into a studio for the first time. And that's when I've started taking it more seriously. So I've been doing it like four years seriously. I consider, but obviously it's always been an interest. But I don't really believe in myself that much before that point. Oh, believe in your sauce? You know. I believe in my sauce now, <laughs> trust me. But that day I was like, eh, it tastes a bit fishy still. So, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting better now. <laughs> okay. And how did you build that confidence up then? Um, it was a part of, um, you know, coming out first and come, learning myself a bit more before I started putting anything out. Because before I was still writing about, you know, like she and like trying to just be like mainstream as I could. So I didn't want to put anything out until I was comfortable in myself. I found that at that point now where I'm good, but before I wasn't so confident. No. Okay. And when did you make that decision that, okay, I ain't writing about females no more because that's not who I get down with anyway. When did you make mm. that decision? Probably like 15. I put, basically, I put a freestyle on Facebook and it was like a rap to Nicki Minaj's truffle butter, the freestyle. Ooh, yes, mm. yes, 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 yes. And it got, it got 10K overnight. And that was me like talking about just, you know, what? I don't want no man, no, 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 like all of that. And it went, it went like really well. That's when I started saying, oh, okay, people accept it. And that's why I started taking it more seriously. Sometimes people forget that there's a massive gay community of people that just listen to black music and mm. want to still be represented. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know that boys want to yeah. chat about man and still rap along. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Honestly, all the songs that I, I, I got to are mainly from female rappers because I can understand their perspective more. Do you know what I mean? And I thought, why can't I do the same thing? You yeah. know what I mean? So when you put that one out, yeah, the truffle bu buffer, uh, oh, what can I say? Truffle butter <laughs> <laughs> cover. Truffle butter. Truffle butter. Truffle butter. <laughs> uh, when you put that out, was you nervous? You know what? No, because I, I thought I sound hard on this one. I was riding the beat. I was like, <laughs> who can tell me nothing? And honestly, you get a few people, obviously, but 
the majority of it was positive. And I wasn't expecting that at all, but I was waiting for the comments to come in. But no, it was actually yeah. really good. Well, to be honest, if you're hitting them 10k views overnight, yes. I woke up that morning and I was like, rah, is it? I can't even walk to Tesco anymore. I can't walk down the street anymore. I'm that celebrity now. Trust me. <laughs> Have you seen that meme and um, that article, sorry, and it's like anyone over 700 followers <laughs> now classes as a celebrity. 100%. Yeah, my shade out and everything. Mm. Right, <laughs> Keenan, back to the music. <laughs> Something that I really, really loved was your black box freestyle. Because of you just rap so openly and you're on platforms that I personally would have thought that it would be worse. Like I thought, like even GRM mm. Daily, I generally thought that if a gay rapper was on there talking so openly that, oh, the comments and even maybe the production team, whether they would feel comfortable with it, etc., which is out of order anyway. So, you know yeah. what? With the black box thing, as soon as I spat that first lyric, the yeah. the room just I felt the everyone's eyes just went. But honestly, it was like in that moment I was like, Ugh. but afterwards they were so lovely, like so lovely. Like they come aside to me and it was like, I can't believe you just did that. That's amazing. Well done. So props to Black Box for that. Because honestly, I I, just, I felt the the weight on my shoulders right in that moment. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I'd like got to do it, Keaton. You committed now to spit your stuff. So, <laughs> but honestly, big up to them. But that was honestly like it showed a lot of love for that moment. Nah, you killed it though. Wow, you went. Oh, thank you. Do you know what? I think now really is a massive time for gay rappers anyway. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because I think in a whole 2020, it's time for representation and it time, it's time for people to just big it up. So to see someone like you doing like the black box on GRM Daily, it's a massive, massive thing. So big up oh, yourself you. 10 times. It is huge because of there'll be other people that are part of the community that want to get into rap and just think that they can't do mainstream. They can't go on black mm. platforms. They can't do that like they just have to stick to maybe even doing pop music because it's widely accepted in pop music have you ever had uh, that yeah. consideration yeah honestly like i always strayed away from rap because i feel like it's never gonna happen like you're never gonna see like i don't know like stormzy dave and then i just walk on the track and start doing my thing like it's it, it like it's a rare thought everyone would be like oh no but that's what i want like, i don't want to be I don't want to be a gay rapper. I want to be the someone. I just want to be. I want. I want everyone to be in the club. I want a female to come on the track. I want a male. Then I want like a gay one to come on the track. And everyone have their like little moment. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Cause it shouldn't yeah. matter regardless. Yeah, I think if it was mainstream, it'd be much more cool and accepted. And then all the other like boys and girls that listen to it, are like, oh, you know what? He's doing his thing. I can do mine as well. So I think that's the main point I want to get across from my music. Hundred percent. And I think you're doing it. And what's mad is like in terms of female artists, like there's so many female rappers that are part of the community. Do you know what I mean? Like there's Lady Keisha, mm. Nadia Rose, um, Paige yeah. Keiki. And yeah. as you said, they just go on tracks with whoever and it don't matter. No one turns around and turns a blue eye. Like mm. even younger mate, like she's been doing her thing. But in terms oh, of males, in terms of yeah. males alongside just other rappers, we haven't seen it yet, but you could be doing that, you know? Yeah, I don't know why it's not done. I think when it's yeah. a male, men see it differently. Yeah. So it's just, it's a shame. Yeah. But I think it will happen if you do, if we're persistent with it and we just show like it doesn't matter. Like you've got if you've got skill and you can ride the beat as well as anyone else can. I don't see why not. You know what yeah. I mean? And I make a killer hook that I'd be mad not to. So Keenan, what's in the plans for you? I've been working on this single for like 
two, three months. Ooh. Don't want to drop a little free stub before the end of the year. Okay. But this new song is really just, it's about, like everything we just spoke about, yeah. like being, it's called Hungry. Well, I've said that in it, but it's called Hungry. It's just about, you know, driving, hungry, don't stop. Like I get days where I'm so like depressed and down. And like, I'm just like sat there like, oh, I'm not getting anywhere. What can I do? Why isn't it working? And I get so in my feelings about it and I just get, I just get crazy. That's what I just wrote about really. So the song is like a, like a drill, powerful, like the straight spit on the beat, nothing fancy. Ooh. Keenan, tell everyone where they can check out your current music that's out at the moment. But well, always check my Instagram at Keenan Official. You can find me anywhere you like to. Put my name anywhere. You'll sure find me. And if you get stuck, please DM me because I'll, I'll direct you straight away. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much for joining me and Sharon. No, thank you for having me, man. Thank you. On your gaydar discussing all things LGBT, be sure to follow us on social media. It's at On Your Gaydar across all socials.